0: ha <laughs> just forgot to set my other laptop up totally. So in the midst of saying, what's up, everybody? You are tuned into another episode of Access Granted Power Stream. Your boy, Mr. Antoine, is in the building. And my sister, my sister is here. Y'all better watch out. And she got the maracas. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hello, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. I
0: hope everybody had an amazing weekend. How's it going?
1: Oh, it's going very well. I had a very good weekend. Very, very good. I got time with my husband. Y'all, it it's nothing That's like spending time with your spouse. It allows you to understand why it's cold outside. Uh
2: oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh
1: oh. I'm just saying. <laughs>
0: I ain't mad at you.
1: It was a good weekend. And then I, I got in a Zumba class oh. on Saturday. So oh, do tell. Do
0: tell. Talk doing, about the Zumba class.
1: Yeah, Zumba. I love Zumba. I'm, yeah. I mean, it's like... The combination of you know what hitting the dance floor and you know every song is your song and you know you have a mirror so you in front of that mirror everyone I mean I know people understand what I'm saying. There's other people out there that is just like me when you get or, you know you get to go out get you know and do your thing and dance. To me, that's what Zumba is. That's now what Zumba I is. also. My, my bones, my muscles, and everything else realized it had an awakening and said, yeah. guess what? Uh, yeah. You haven't been doing this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's always that day after effect, right?
1: Exactly. Yeah. However, yeah. I am back <laughs> because I'm about to go back, y'all. I'm going back to work. So I'm excited. Like, I got my new venture out. Oh, that's right. I told oh. you. So I'll be going. I'll be starting.
0: I don't have maracas, so I'm gonna shake my mice.
1: So I'm excited. It's it's an opportunity of it's a good opportunity, y'all. <laughs> so mm. um, and it's going to still allow me to do these things that I enjoy doing, and that yeah,
0: because told you got to be home by six forty five on Mondays. <laughs> so
1: <laughs> look, it's gonna end up being six.
2: 50 Uh, 50.
1: however it's just it's exciting so I'm I am starting now to get back into my routine it's nothing like like I know when I was working before I had a morning routine I had an even I had routines that's what I'm all about and uh, so I figured you know what let me start my routines now Three weeks ahead of time, getting back into exercising, doing those things that, you know, I would normally do to take care of me, spending that time and making sure that I kind of, you know, I'm spending time with my husband. Yeah. And
0: at the end of the day, it's just that simple sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, yep. for real. Like, it's, it's just for that simple. Yep. Um. Shout out, as y'all can see, uh, my sister slash my friend slash my business partner. Slash my mixologist, slash the lady <laughs> behind the Access Granite Iced Tea, Denise Smith is in the building. Oh, uh, you going call
1: her by the right
0: name. I'm just want to say, I called her by you a government did, name. You, I'm about you to, to get, get is you you, you <laughs> As you can see week. by the logo in the upper right hand corner, is in the building. Mm-hmm. Um, every week. It's and if she didn't make a shout out to my man, Exo, the excellent organizer in the building as well, bro, that
1: let's go, that let's go.
0: That, you, that piece that you did of Jay Royale is freaking amazing. And if you ever decide that you want to immortalize me, I'm down for the cause, bro. If it can be half of what you did
2: with that piece, <laughs> I'm, I'm down
0: for it. Shout out to my man, but yeah, uh, I knew that. If there was one show this season that Tipsy Fiend was gonna tune into, it would be tonight. Cause we got her mama all up say. in and the why
2: building.
1: Is that?
0: Yay! Mama all up in the building. And, and and I'm sincerely excited to talk to this. Look, now I'm gonna wait till she gets up here. I'm gonna wait, I'm gonna wait till we bring her on before I okay. get because I I want her to look me in my eyes, even though I know she can see me in the background. But <laughs> <laughs> but before we get into before we get into that, um, I have to take a moment and y'all know I hate starting the show on a somber moment, but it would be total blasphemy of me to not say rest in peace to Miss Beatrice Cornish.
1: Mm, I heard.
0: Yeah. It would be I heard a man Maurice Dorsey. What's up, bro? Um, it would be absolute like I would the the, the show wouldn't work if I didn't start off. First and foremost, by by sharing some love to her and her family, mm-hmm. uh, she passed yes. away apparently over the weekend. Um, Member of Saint Stephen's African Methodist Episcopal Church, which is where I got my church start twenty some odd years ago. Way yes, back. Yeah,
1: she's then. a huge pillar.
0: Yes, yeah, she. Oh my gosh, that's huge pillar. Like that's an understatement. Yeah. Like she needs to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, she needs to be buried in the cemetery behind the church. My mm-hmm. personal opinion, but the family isn't doing that but um definitely want to uh send my shouts out to her son jerome um and all of i mean gosh you know if we sat up here and tried to name family members it would take up the two whole the whole two hour oh, show so we're Talk not gonna to try to name to yeah everyone. we're not gonna name the family but um just shout out to all of the saint stevens family
2: mm-hmm. um mm-hmm.
0: she's been sick for a while and yes, um i heard even when you know it's coming you know what i mean even when even when you know that you know that you know like the 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 ones where okay they you know they left they left for work this morning and they were in a car accident and stuff like that or you know whatever you know those are hard but even when you know and we've known that this time was coming for a long time because miss b has been battling sickness for quite a long time now and um i'm quite sure it hits you know just as bad as if we didn't know and she just all of a right. sudden. So I definitely wanted to extend my condolences to her family. Yes, especially my here. boy Jerome. I yes. know it bro. Um I did have an opportunity to talk to Shaquel today and she said that you know he's as would expect as we would expect him to be when you lose your mother. You know, so um the funeral is next Saturday at uh St. Stephen's, I believe Okay. fifth. Uh, let me look at the calendar just to make sure. Yes. The funeral is next Saturday, uh, the 25th at St. Stephen's. Um, we're going to be singing. We're going to be celebrating. Yeah. Yes. They have asked for, you know, like the old, you know, the old, I don't know what they called it. Celebration choir, whatever Mm -hmm. the case may be. Um, and like Charcell was with, like um, Reven Candice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And you know, Charcell hit me up today and asked me would I be a part, and I was like, "Come on, what, what? what? Well,
1: she she did the right thing. She what? Did the right
0: yeah, thing. she did. But she, you guys
1: have gone what? That's Your answer just should have been absolutely. No, it was. No, it was.
0: That was, but like, why right. are you asking me? You already because know
1: she has to. No, I get it. it. We'll I get we'll it. I get it.
0: I get it. But man, we bro, we gonna send. We're gonna send Miss B home, right? That's, that's I know that's right. Place. Um, shout out, man. I she was such a great spirit. Um <laughs> she, was tough. She, was I, I, she I remember she, was she told tough. me, she told me, and I told my wife this story all the time. She told me, and this had to be about 10 15 years ago. She was like, Antoine, if I knew you back in the day, I'm like, Miss B, if you don't back up off <laughs> what you child I forgot I forgot what we were joking about that day but um like I don't even think the word pillar does justice for you know what she and her family mean to St. Stephen's you know um that church has been around for close to 150 years and I dare say that it's probably been a member of that family at least one you know as a member of that church since its inception so yeah definitely uh you know Yeah, because B was man, she was whoo boy. Mm -hmm. Don't mess with past the grade when Miss B around.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah, she was that's what I said. She was she was tough. She I've I've known her ever since I was little because believe it or not, my my mother went there before like I think I was like five and we were going to St. really, yeah, no,
0: didn't know that. And and
1: then, um. And then when my uncle started his church, my mother went to his church. So we were going across town okay. for years.
0: No, nah, that's too far.
1: For <laughs> years. And it <laughs> wasn't right. until my dad got sick and my mother came, uh, okay. came gotcha. back gotcha. because gotcha. it was gotcha. close to home. Gotcha. And they had, you know, my father wanted to worship. And gotcha. uh, so it just, it just worked out. But even after all that time, as soon as I walked in the door, she knew who
0: she I knew was. She right. said,
1: you have not changed since you was a little girl. So that says a lot.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and You know what? And and, and I'm not going to dwell on this too long because I definitely want to get into the show. But I think that that's the thing that I will always love about St. Stephen's because, you know, we've all, you know, over the past couple of years and and definitely shout out to my victorious living faith family. We all. You know, have moved on from St. Stephen's for various reasons, you know, over the past couple of years, especially once the pandemic kind of shut things down. But, you know, at the end of the day, I think all of us that were like long term core members there, I don't care where we go, St. Stephen's is always going to be home. Home. It's always Mm going to be family. I still keep in touch with (laughs) 90% of the people at St. Stephen's. And, you know, unfortunately now, I'm only there for stuff like this. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? I haven't been there uh, to fellowship in a couple of years. So unfortunately I'm, I'm, I'm only there for stuff like this, but every single time that you go back, Hey, mama, Tina, love you. Thank you for tuning Ah, in. (laughs) The goat. She's the (laughs) goat. (laughs) But every time, you know, every time, you know we have the opportunity to go back to saint Stephen's. Mm-hmm. um it's always you know it, it's always love it's always family mm-hmm. um yeah it's always love and family I, it, I was about to it, say it, And about it I will
1: always be that way yeah, no absolutely. matter who is absolutely. there it absolutely. will always you don't feel the only thing you know you the the edifice itself physically might be different but the the love the genuineness of the care and the love that you receive when you come back, because I know Ethel like squeezed me, you know, when I when I come back. So it it it's all there. I yeah. so I completely understand.
0: Yeah, Ethel. Yep. St. Let me, let me tell you something. Be home. Yep. Let me tell you something. I don't I don't talk to Ethel like I used to, but Ethel Pullum is yeah. literally the reason that I do what I do in church. Mm-hmm. Every single time that I grab a microphone and I step up in that stand, or if I stand in front of a choir or praise team, whatever the case may be, it's all because of Ethel. Mm-hmm. And there's never anything that you can tell me that's going to change that. Like, yeah. she literally, she she believed in me when I didn't think I had anything.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: you want me to direct what? You want me to sing what?
1: Oh, you can do it.
0: You know bump your head. <clears throat> you you can do it. She'll was take kinda, me so look at vlf we have this we have this phrase called we're being voluntold yes which you know when reverend jackie asks you to do something <laughs> she's asking you but she's really telling you right um <laughs> when it came to choir stuff ethel would volunteer you you know mm-hmm. <laughs> she would definitely volunteer you shout out to portless shakespeare in the building shout out to it my man in- Brian. lyrics beat boys yeah. music in the hell oh we got bro all right, that's enough of that stuff. We because I cause I see who pulling up and I know why they pulling up. And, and they, so, come to see they, they coming to see they, Darlin. They're coming to see Darlin Dina.
2: Yes.
1: Yeah. Hey. We're gonna go ahead. Red carpet.
0: Red t- well, red t-shirt. There you go. Red car <laughs> yeah. t shirt. Red there you go. There you go. Dina is in the building. Finally, the rock has come to access granite. The pod <laughs> That's how I feel right now. Look, so I started to say this before we brought you up, but and I think I've I've thanked you on numerous occasions, but I like want to thank you publicly for just believing in me enough. To not only bring me in as a guest on your podcast stream I, well, on, on your radio show, I remember the time when you wanted to do like the unified radio host. So it was me. Yeah. Again, you, you invited all these people. And after that, you allowed me the opportunity to come and sit in as a host with my sister, Sabrina, simply Sabrina, on the Must Be the Music Radio show. And there's nobody else except you and Sabrina that I would get up for on a Saturday morning and drive all the way to Glen Burnie for an hour. <laughs> for an hour. But that opportunity, that opportunity, that meant the world to me. And I just want to thank you in front of the world right now and nice. say thank you. Because, you know, when you, when you get into this field, you know, you have to, you have to kind of pick and choose and take, you know, your opportunities when they're available. But when you come up on somebody else's show and you representing their brand and you representing, you know, everything that they do, you got to make sure everything is done in decency and order. And I I just hope that, you know, for the few times that I was at, was shoot, it was more than a few times because at one point it was every Saturday. But I I hope that, you know, I, I did justice to you know that platform and I just want to sincerely thank you for that opportunity because as much as I was tired by the time I got there I, I had an absolutely amazing time <laughs> each and every Saturday. Really I did truly.
3: Oh well you know you actually did me a favor and mm-hmm. and I told her if she was going to do it I you was the only other person I would rather have on there.
1: <sighs> oh wow so, that says a lot Anton
3: so you had to be the one there you go. So she was ready. I was ready. And we knew you was going to be ready. Cheers. <gasps> Cheers. No, it's the truth. We knew you was going to be ready. We was just, I was like, he ready. He, yeah. He's going to do this. You know, yeah. every was, time um, I pulled you, you came through.
0: Yeah. Nice. So, Sabrina, Sabrina and I, you know, we were like the perfect, we were like a great tag team, you know, for the show. Um, And it felt, it felt good to be like the, the co-anchor, you know, let her lead the way and just kind of follow and the only thing that i didn't like was that the show ended too soon like when we were really ramping up and started to have fun it was like the producer was like okay what song are we going out on i'm like going out bro
2: we just got uh, got
0: (laughs) (laughs) right but but other than that you know um it was it was fun it was it was amazing if you ever needed me to do anything like that. You know, just I'm literally a phone call or or a text away. And and Dina said and she got that access granted drunken love in her glass. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She's also, yeah, at exactly. Tipsy That's clean. my She's Number one customer. I think she <laughs> sold us out by herself in a week. Literally. That
3: is hilarious. <laughs> Not
0: just all for her, but she, you know, people that, that she rocked with yeah. was um most you know, important. Well,
3: the- I don't say my job. I have the whole internal revenue service drinking SS Granite. That's probably why we can't answer y'all phone calls.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so...
3: Hey! I mean, if y'all can to... give me a little
0: tax break because y'all had my drink, then you know I <laughs> get a little break on the taxes this year. But um, yo, thank first of all, thank you, thank you for taking so some time out. I know I've asked yeah. you a couple of times to be on yeah. various shows, and I don't know what what it was that got you here this time, but it doesn't matter. Thank you. Um, yeah, I appreciate this time, Now I've, I've always wanted to just have a few minutes to just sit down with you. And really, just delve into the history. Like you have, Ooh. you, Tina, and 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 I literally know this much. Like, if your history was this big, I have, I know about this much. See that thumb right there? I know about yeah. that. Much. <laughs> so, as we go ahead and get into this, um, give us a little background about you because you're not originally from here, correct?
3: No, I'm originally from Baltimore.
0: You're from Baltimore, okay.
3: Yeah, okay. I'm originally from that. Baltimore. Were... Okay. It's just we stayed, we, we was in Virginia a lot. That's that's all. But we we am originally a Baltimorean. Okay. But uh we have to go back to 77.
0: Let's go. Let's go.
3: That, that's where it all started, you know. Let's go hanging out with rodeo and cowboy.
0: Y'all you know, know
3: who rodeo and cowboy is, right?
0: For those of us that don't,
3: well, rodeo and cowboy is the producers of Count Kula. Mm. You know, you know the song "I Am Count Kula" because they, you know, that's rodeo and cowboy's baby. Um, started off with them, and they did all this here in Baltimore, but New York got all the got all the uh, props for it. But it started. Well, I can I won't say rap completely started here because it rapping going on for ages. But when it started getting real popular, Baltimore had it, and we lost it because we had that one thing that everybody keep talking about—that support. We we didn't have it. We mm. was selectively supporting other places, and still of our hometown. We had so many people start here. Mm-hmm. As people doesn't know it, but Biz Markie started here before he was in New York. You know? I, so knew that. A lot
0: of- I knew that. I knew that. Yeah, I knew
3: that. <laughs> we did a lot of things with those people and yeah. getting things together. And mm-hmm. people just... I think because a lot of us didn't know the business and some people did know the business, is where it got taken from us. Okay. It got stolen. Like we were like every, I would say every them, every day. You like they making millions of dollars now. We making five dollars a show. Oh wow. Five dollars. And we got on that stage and act like it was ours. Ranted, run it. We had fans, people chasing us, but we were only making five dollars a show. You'd have thought we was really making something. And I always look back and say, how is it that we didn't get to make that money that everybody's making now? right Like why we didn't get the millions of dollars? you know right. we started it off and we did things and we well I'm, I'm, I'm gonna speak for the fabulous females because that's where I come from. I'm a fabulous female
0: <laughs> hey. <You know> <laughs> <Hey>. uh,
3: <laughs> When we started off we had a ghostwriter. I'm not gonna lie. we it was my well, he was the laws of Baltimore, which was my brother, um, Johnny B, and he was writing for us. And he was like, "I want y'all to do this. I want y'all to do that." But kind of like the same way salt and pepper felt, we felt like he knows some, but he doesn't know women. So we wanted to do our own, right. And when we started doing our own, you know, that's when people started pushing. And we didn't want him to think we was pushing them out, but it, it it was hard, like just to have a brother that was doing everything for you because he started us off, and we praise him every time we can. But the thing is, is that we were rapping, but he wasn't getting us the shows. That was Romeo's album.
2: Mm, okay.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, they had us out there. We were. We, we, we really thought that things was going to change when we did the arena, but come to find out, they only wanted one of us. And what? Really? Yeah. Can
0: you imagine a salt and pepper show with just Pepper?
2: Like...
3: Yeah, that's right. crazy. I, in the group, was not the popular one, but I was the one they wanted.
2: Mm.
3: I, I mean, Icy Irene and Luscious Lakeisha, Papa the Pam came afterwards, but
0: That's just they, yeah,
3: yeah. It was all our names, dog. <laughs> I love the names back yeah, then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so wow. along mm-hmm. with the guy, everybody knows Chili Chill, right? Along with the guy Chili Chill, um, we all was together and when the talk when the meeting came about, they didn't want them. And I couldn't see myself going without them. So mm-hmm. what I thought I was gonna do was. Get, get get put on go and then bring them in okay but just like what's going on in hollywood now yeah dude, that was happening back then too yeah. and sorry darling dina was not selling her soul or her body for to be famous mhm and all right. that was I no,
0: was how- I was just, just going to say I I see all of the questions coming in and I'm a, and I'm a, uh I'm going to scroll back up a little bit um, because I want you to answer all of these, but then I have a question that I want to go to too. So um, shout out to Walbrook Warriors in Hales, house. My girl, Kim, uh, she says, what part of Virginia are you, are you from? Or where Richmond. are you going to back then? Richmond, back, Richmond.
2: Richmond.
0: And shout out to my man, Chubb, James Chandler. He's also in the building, Walbrook Warriors. Um, my man, Maurice, says that uh, like Baltimore was a hub back then. And like, this is his era. He says all of these names that you're, that you're naming, he's familiar with. And then yeah. I don't know. One of these beat boy music guys wants you to drop some bars. Ah
3: I <laughs> Let me tell you.
0: We can hold that for acapella and a chorus if you want to because, to. because
3: it's a soft, it's a sore spot for me. It really is.
0: Yeah.
3: Uh, but I guess I'll try to do something, but it really is a oh. sore spot for me. Really.
0: Okay. We don't want we don't want to touch any sore spots. So
3: right. Not tonight.
0: I mean,
3: I understand that. I understand that. It's just uh, because of where I came from with the music and how Mm -hmm. everybody coming in now is different. And what I'm trying to do now is bring Baltimore back to where it's at.
0: Right. You
3: know, and put that out there.
0: So let let me ask you this, Dina, because I'm trying to get a point of reference of when all of this was going on. So it sounds like this is, I, I know... Tipsy Fiend, I'm going to get to that question. I promise you. I promise you. Um, She's not, not to to ask
3: a... about Jam Master J. I know that's what she asked.
0: No, no, it's not about oh, okay. Jam Master J. It's not about J, Master J. <laughs> then I'm I'll ask. To, I'm trying to get up. daddy. A... <laughs> 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 okay. I won't ask. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hold up. Okay. <laughs> that is not where I thought that was going. <laughs> but anyway, so I'm trying to get a point of reference and I get the feeling that this is before my time because I didn't become familiar with the hip hop scene in Baltimore until the We Rock crew. Oh, wow. Shout out to my man, Tari T. He's one, of my, yep, he's one of my favorite people. Um, So this sounds like this was this was pre this was pre we rock crew when you guys yeah. yeah
3: we was we was out just before them
0: okay okay so so i'm i'm thinking about like the different venues at at the time that we had in baltimore like where were you guys doing your shows and stuff were you guys like at the shake at the uh the skating rinks no, were you we- had the,
3: we actually declined to do shakes. Like, they had, like, shake and bake and things like that. Nah, or nobody, shake. And that. we declined to do stuff in, to, in those places. And the reason why is because it always seemed like when we went out, even though we loved the kids, but it was like kids. We wanted the, the older audience to hear us. Got so it. we didn't want to do those type of places. Now, like, the We Rock Crew and stuff, they did high schools. We did Odell's and Pascal's and Giovanni's. That's the type of places we wanted to go. You know? oh. So oh. we, you know, we 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 wanted to set the ball high for ourselves. Right. So we weren't going to take nothing less than that. And had we known, you know, promoters get was getting, they were getting a lot of money. Like I said, and we we when we finally moved up to twenty dollars, oh, we thought we were something,
0: mm. right.
3: I mean, twenty dollars could,
0: could, <laughs> could go a long point. way back then. <laughs>
3: twenty dollars could go a long way
0: back then.
3: Twenty dollars when they were actually giving them five thousand for us, right? Uh-huh. And all we got was twenty. That that was too much. Yeah. So they we 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 did a lot of those type places, and you know, and uh the rock through mainly ran with the high schools. I mean, the high schools loved them. That
0: was that thing, yeah. Yeah. And no, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say because, like, at that time, at that given time, um, really, New York was really the only thing running hip hop. Like, honestly, if we like, no,
3: that's what everybody thought,
0: that's what everybody thought, right. Right, right? That's what everybody thought, so my My question is, what would it have taken? like did you guys did you guys have or were you guys looking for possible deals at that time? Like what was it that you guys needed to do to take you out of Baltimore and get you to that next step yeah, you started we actually being deals, and that's what I was talking about
3: earlier, and that's where I mm-hmm. that came in. Russell Simmons he like I said, he didn't want the rest of the group. he wanted me. I don't oh, know. It's why Ross. Okay. Um, I, I because I I don't know. I was the one who didn't wear the makeup, didn't do all that. You know, I wore the bush, and the, I, I don't know. Maybe because I was different or whatever. Uh, I wore clothes, so I guess that's why he. <laughs> I guess that's why he might have wanted me. But you know, Russell Simmons has an image. Everybody knows it. Yes. You know. So. Yes. Mm-mm.
0: How did this connection with Russell Simmons come about?
3: Well, that was well, the group Tony Tony Tony. Before they was Tony Tony Tony, Tony they was Triple T. Yep,
0: I remember that. I yeah. Mean, wow. And
3: they used to do show shows on the boat, the port, uh, the, the port welcome and stuff like that. And um it was Chuck Max and oh I forgot the other DJ name. Can't remember his name right now. Um Henry Sampson. Henry yeah, Sampson yeah. and Chuck
0: Mass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like them red bones. He said Russell, somebody said Russell Simmons like those red bones back then. I'm not gonna say who said it, but she might be uh downstairs from you right now. I'm gonna leave it at that.
3: <laughs> I'm not talking to her. <laughs> but so you know, they uh they put everything together and we did like, we, we did a show and they put us against the Lords of Bemo, who was my brother's, and they actually won. And I made such a fuss about it because they did the songs, this, 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 Miss, the Russell, only mad because her boyfriend left her, and everybody went crazy over it. And I made a fuss and I was like, hold up. We're just as hard as them, we just as bad as them. I don't understand why we didn't win. You know, I'm mean, always proud of my brother, but I wanted that spot. Right. And he said, "You know what? We're gonna give you an opportunity because because you. of you, you 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 your mouth too big, you talk too much, you don't hold nothing back." And that was how it worked out. And the next thing I know, we were on the Port Welcome. We was performing. Russell Simmons was there, and that's how it came about. He brought he. he Pulled me to the back and he asked me about it and I was I'm running to tell them oh we work with Russell yeah. Simmons do you know who worked with Russell Simmons we was like ready but when I came back out I was like they they want me and personally I don't even think I was I had the biggest mouth but I wasn't the hardest rapper I truly We'll give that to Icy Irene. She, she went in. And they loved her here in Baltimore. But she was also a boxer, so I think they were also like, wait a minute, hold up. She Darling not got a big mouth, but she shy in some ways.
1: Icy Irene ain't
3: gonna take no stuff, you know? Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
3: So they weren't gonna pick her up. And I thought that was what's gonna happen. But, and I, then around that time, after that, a lot of things started getting shut down in Baltimore, but then we started bringing it back. We decided to work with, with this guy named Tony, who had Twist Productions, and we was under his brand, and we started working and doing things then, and he had us, like, everywhere. We, he, he were the second person to get us into, at that time, the the uh Sipper Center, because it was the Simpic Center before it was the Baltimore Arena. <clears throat> and he got us in there. And that's when I, you know, if she wanna know, that's when I finally met Jam Master J. Okay, stop. Stop. <laughs> stop. stop stop.
0: Stop stop <laughs> stop before we go there. And so I hate to keep I hate to keep harping on the Russell Simmons part, but so my assumption is that Russell Simmons was taking various groups under his situation and bringing them here. And you guys were opening for them? Yes. That's what we was doing. We was opening for his uh, groups. Such as?
3: Well, he had Sparky D. He also had LL Cool J. You know, Ron, at that time, they were at the shows, but, you know, they were the bigger people. And we had to prove to them that we could do something. So they weren't going to do a show unless we could do something. So, you know, he had a light and she, oh man, she was like one of the greatest to me. And I, I don't think she get enough credit, but D-Light um, did a lot of things for, um, in Russell Simmons uh, thing at the time, I didn't know she was going with him, but yeah, people didn't know that. But
0: so is going, this, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. I got a lot of stuff I want to know. This is this is good stuff. I'm sorry. Go, go Yeah. Ahead. So
3: she was going with Russell Simmons and she helped us out a lot when we were on the stage and told us how to come out. You know, um, because uh, it was if a lot of people don't know it, it was a lot of no cussing laws back then. And mm-hmm. so if we came out, we couldn't cuss on the stage. Wow. We had to rock the crowd without that. And if the music went down, you had to keep going. You couldn't just stop and say, hold up, give us a minute. We had to keep it going, keep that flow. Mm -hmm. So back then you had to know how to dance. You had to know how to rap. You don't have to necessarily know how to Mm -hmm. sing, but at least learn how to harmonize together with it. Right. So we had to do a lot of things to where now they get away with a lot of stuff. A lot. Yeah. And uh, women, well, you know, they, they put us, because we was in the shows, we wore certain things, but like the, I don't know if people remember this brand, but we wore like BBDs and bikey shorts. Yep. As you know, they had to make it into like, you know, <laughs> the boys type thing. Dotted yep. lights and things right. like that. Yeah. So that was the thing. And we used to carry we carried a couple of friends around, you know, just to have them there with us.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah. Right. And so it was just, to me, I like that. I like that part of doing everything. But I, you know, like I said, I still have to say, it's still certain things I didn't like about the whole rap culture or the rap world. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. So, so, um, go ahead, uh. I mean,
1: no, I, and I, I'm, I'm listening because a lot of things I don't know. And uh, even though I'm like, oh, okay, wait a minute, that's, that's my era. Okay. You know, I remember this. I remember this. We was around back
0: then, was around. That's am saying.
1: <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But the question that I wanted to ask was, um, you know, listening to you because now, now I see why. The rap music that we listen to, we can still listen to it now mm-hmm. because the stuff that's coming out, that's coming out now is, I don't know how they're going to be our age and want to say what they say. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. they going to be 50 years so old. Going As you're seeing <laughs> the evolution of how rap music has gone. Okay? Yes. I wanted to hear from you, you know, what are your thoughts on how you see, you know, what is your opinion on how rap m- music has evolved into what it is right now? Do you, you know, how, how do you feel about it?
3: Well, I'm not going to lie. Some of the greatest rappers are here in Baltimore City. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of them get looked over. Um, I'm saying I've, been, that since,
0: I've been saying that since 2015.
3: Yeah, they get looked over. And that like... I'm 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 gonna throw the baton at uh let's let's use Brian Lurks for a minute. Um, I never seen him really cuss or anything. I like the way he going because he has an old school style. Okay. He kind of reminds me of the uh so some of the guys in Soul sonic Force. Mm-hmm and because Mm -hmm. it's style so i I do like that that some people and see baltimore grew up with a style and we even though some of the other people decided well you know that mumble rap i think is garbage and i don't listen to it i just can't i don't Mm -hmm. know if i don't know what you're saying i don't want to hear it right (laughs) because because for years i was in school and i was a stutterer before i had a
2: Mm. don't
3: want to help me so if somebody i'm sitting up there I'm, i don't want to hear that right <laughs> i'm like come on now get it together so we had like a whole lot of people you know that would do certain things i think easy jackson is another person easy jackson is hey baltimore you know hey baltimore. Yeah. like <laughs> and i like that because he write produce and everything and but he does <laughs> You know, I'ma I'm gonna I'm kick it out to my daughter because I, I really think Queen Fiend Queen really, Fiend! I really think she, even though she does some little things, you know, racy, but we had some racy stuff. Come on, push mm-hmm. it, you know. But she but she do her thing. She goes out there and she gives a show. She knows how to give a show. She don't have to worry about it. The crowd, she she works the crowd and the crowd loves her. Right, right. So I like that about her. I mean, you know. I I still say she a little Kim, but I I like what she
2: does. (laughs) You know, yeah, and
1: it's it's interesting because we're hearing so many artists that are coming on to the show and uh and are saying the same thing that there's so much talent in Baltimore, but yet the support is not there we talk about it all the time even in other aspects of entertainment um trying to figure out why isn't it you know what is going on why why is it that new york you know an artist could go to california new york somewhere else and get that recognition but you you want to keep it in state in baltimore but you're not getting the support
3: and it's called selling your soul Mm. That's what it's called. It's called selling
0: out. It's about to get real, y'all.
3: That's what it's called. It's called selling out. When you leave Baltimore and decide, okay, I'm not going to make it here, I understand you can go somewhere and do something, Mm -hmm. but you bring that back. You don't Mm -hmm. have to completely disinvade Baltimore altogether. Because we got a lot of people out there right now that left Baltimore, got up there, and decided, I, I'm, y'all can say I'm from here, but I'm I decided to claim New York. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, for years, Big Bang Hike lived here in Baltimore City. Mm. He may wasn't born and raised here, wow. but he lived here.
2: Sugar Hill, game. right?
3: And when 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 everything took off, and they used some of Mr. Magic's stuff, he decided not even to give Mr. Magic credit. Mm for his music. I'm like, how you doing something Mr. Magic wrote four years ago, and it's hyped now because you're doing it because you're in New York. Mm-hmm. That's the whole mm-hmm. thing. So it's it's kind of hard to see a lot of that stuff go in. I remember sitting there, and they were doing uh, Let Me Clear My Throat. Yeah, And they were doing that, and he asked everybody to send a little little piece of music. And I remember the first thing my brother did was to do. And he, he said that they used it. He never got credit for it.
2: Wow.
0: At the beginning of the song.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Never got credit oh, wow. for it.
3: And so we decided here in Baltimore, we're not going to send our stuff out. And that's what I try to tell some of these people now. Don't sing your music because they use your stuff. And unless you got it online already, everybody might see you performing it before they start doing it. Right. Mm. You know, and it's wow. sad because it's not just rappers who use your stuff. It's, it's also artists, singers, and mm-hmm. things like that. Everybody thought Lloyd was lying when he said Janet Jackson used his velvet rope. That, that really was that boy's song. It actually was a poem. She wow. turned it a poem song. She really was supposed to pay him something, and she didn't. And because she was Janet Jackson, Jeez, everybody yeah. just figured, oh, well, I don't believe him. Wow. And because so- he didn't have it, you know, the best way to do something is when you're writing something, make a poor man's copy of it, Send it to mm-hmm. yourself in the mail, yeah. and you'll have your own copy, and everybody can see. She changed some of the words, but it was a poem he wrote.
0: Wow! So, so and, we're, and we're talking and you're talking about you're talking about Lloyd that was signed to Murder Inc.
3: Oh no 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 no. Oh okay okay no, no no okay no this guy's name is Lloyd Frederick. Look him up.
0: Okay okay he's
3: uh he actually did write the the uh, Velvet Rope song. It was a poem he was writing and he's he sent he 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 was writing it for her. He wanted to make it a personal poem to her. He was such a fan, he wanted her to have it. Right. But for her not to acknowledge him when she did it, I was like, there's another thing with Baltimore going down the drain and nobody understand that Baltimore gets shut down all the time. We do a lot of stuff. We do a lot of things, and it was to the point now that I would see some of these shows go on, and I see some of these people using the Baltimore people like the other people was using them.
0: Right. And so, so my man Natty is saying that the the uh, the poor man's copyright is not working. That he would not recommend that.
3: When you go into the court of law, you can use that because it has a date. Okay. So you can use it. And I mean, you know, I mean, we won't take it, make it a big thing, but I'm just saying that's a story. Mm-hmm. So. And Lord has a date.
0: Oh Lord. Like that's not oh, gonna make your Lord. whole case, but. It's yeah, not gonna make your it whole sure, case, but it's well,
3: she, did this before
1: she brought it out. Right. Right. So 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 yeah. with music you can copyright music. I mean, with so you can copyright it, correct?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can copyright music, but you still have to at least deal with the person who wrote the music. Help them, you know. Mm-hmm. You can't just it was just it's to the point they were just taking music.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
3: We weren't getting credit, right? You know,
2: right.
3: it's gotcha. is one, one group. Right I, I really hate to say their name, but, you know, Kevin Lyles. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Um, ooh. What he I'm, did, you know, I, I was like, as much as you is Baltimore, I don't understand how you can do stuff to a Baltimorean. You know, the Love Her song. <laughs> you, you, you took the song from the girl and then you gave it to a group. And then you got famous for the song and she never got a dime of it. Oh, wow.
0: What song are we talking about?
3: Love Her. That's the name of the song. Name of the group is is named after the song.
0: Oh! So.
3: Wow. He got famous for it. Never (laughs) got a dime.
0: Wow. (laughs) Wow. But he got a he got a street named after him though in a football field. But anyway, yeah. um, I wanna yes. I wanna um a whole lot. I wanna scroll back up, uh, because my man Natty made a great point up here. Okay, man, here it is right here. When we were talking about like what was happening, um, the business isn't right, and radio does not support. And I really want to like I really 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 want to harp on that point.
3: Yeah. I don't
0: understand how we have had, for as long as I can remember, urban stations here in the city
2: Mm -hmm.
0: that do not support our own artists. So when it got to the point where, and, and, and I'm gonna let you go, but when it got to the point where I had my own radio shows, and then on to own online radio stations. Um, if I didn't do anything else, I made it a point to make sure that we celebrated and played and supported our Baltimore artists on those on those platforms, whether it was you know just Baltimore Flavor Radio to show, whether it was Worldwide Flavor Network, whether it was Power 4.4. Uh-huh. At one point probably 75 percent of the music that we played was all baltimore how like talk about a little bit about your experiences with or if any of just dealing with baltimore radio because yeah i I hate i hate that about our radio here well let
3: me say this because let me tell you that wasn't always the case because when we had people like chuck max Henry Sampson and Keith Chop Chop Fisher, they were playing Baltimore music. Okay. They they used to play it all the time. They even had the Baltimore artists come on the show. But when those people were taken off of the show or, you know, passed away. And when y'all famous high yellow light-skinned girl came in and bought the radio stations, she wasn't even really playing anything. She wasn't even supporting Baltimore. But we'll listen to her station every day, 92Q and Mm-hmm. you know because well, she was looking
1: know. at ratings she was she she was just focused on rate what's going to bring in her numbers
3: then that's what it was so yeah. she kicked us off the chart right she stopped it she did she said if she don't see if we don't have listeners what how would she know if we didn't have listeners Of right. course, we had listeners it was on the radio <laughs> right. you know but that was her excuse she said we didn't have listeners so she started mm-hmm. it. everybody right. music got pushed to the back if you ever go to a radio station or you talk to some of these djs they will tell you they have tons of music from artists from baltimore but they can't play it right because they now has a set playlist of what mm-hmm. they can and cannot play right so if your name is not Beyonce. Or Jay Z, Mm -hmm. or any of those people, they're not gonna listen. They don't, and the sad part about it is, I thought the DJs that's on now should have at least forced her hand at that and said, Look, I think we need to play this. Because if you ever listen to Ricky Smiley, he plays Detroit music all the time. I was too done that she let that go through. But whenever her Baltimore DJs try to put something on, she cuts it. She doesn't want yeah. She doesn't want us on. <sighs> and the wow. thing is, is that we're not part of the group. I right. won't Illuminati, because I'm just not going to say that. But we're not part of the whole crew of things. Baltimore is on a different branch baltimore needs to redo everything so like when i had must be the music my whole station was dedicated to baltimore artists poets and singers
1: right and and i think that's important that that's the key because once somebody gets in control and money's involved they're going they're not going to see okay even if we have okay, no, right now let's do a Baltimore segment for, you know, a certain amount of time. Get those artists in because you don't know Baltimoreans are listening to the station. Yeah. So they want to hear
3: their the people. Sad part Bali, she made her career from Baltimore. Baltimore yeah. built her up. She was sleeping in a radio station. She didn't have a home, her and her son. That's right. That's she was right. sleeping in the radio station. We brought right. her up. We made her the money. And then mm-hmm.
0: she got it out. Hold up. Who who are we talking about again?
3: The um Miss Hughes. Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. K Hughes. Yeah.
1: So someone already said the name, yeah, but see, yeah, I, I don't want to get yeah. us demonetized.
3: Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey. yeah. Hey. She was been in the conversation. Her and her son. Yeah. We we built we brought her up. Right. Um, uh, James mm-hmm. Brown actually had, you know, EBB he had a little, at certain times, his part of his station comes on, then it goes off. They was actually playing Baltimore music. Mm-hmm. Then we got shut down. Right. They they let us, I mean, like, they just kicked us off. And it's something about, as we say it, with Hollywood, it's the curse to Baltimore City. They don't want Baltimore people to see unless they deal with them on their side. Right. We shouldn't have to do that. So what I've been doing was keep trying to make sure we built up our artists and keep pushing our artists and supporting our artists. I don't do a selective support. I support everyone. Gotcha. Even mm-hmm. if your music is not that great, I will ask you, do you need some help? Mm-hmm. Because we're going to get you out there. Right. just really your dream. Right, right shooting yeah. on duty but anyway anyway you know we, we, we try some <laughs> yeah, i gotta mess with them we try <laughs> to make everybody out there you know we just call them support it doesn't matter what they're doing but you know get out there and show them that if you got nobody else in your corner you got baltimore yeah, no, no, I, I once right. heard, uh uh decoy say that he wasn't getting the love here. And I'm like, are you serious? But when he went to New York, I was like, because you know why you played into that role with them in New York and you didn't do that here in Baltimore. You know. What
0: do you mean by that?
3: That's what I was gonna ask. What do you you mean
0: would, that?
3: You... <laughs> in Baltimore, he gave, you know, he did his songs. He put on a little show. He waved his hand. Sugar bear, his song. You know, I love that little song though. But he 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 gave us a little bit. He got right. out in New York and showed off. Mm. He didn't give us what he was giving them. Was it the energy? Do you think? Do you think it's the energy that the audience gives? Not not necessarily. Because if you're an artist, you're supposed no matter what they give, you're always supposed to give your best. uh-huh. Right. Right. You're supposed to go out there and kill it. If it's four people out there, you're supposed to kill it. Right. Not right. worry about so, who's out there. Show so, them that you're gonna make those four people seem like they're four hundred.
0: Right. Mm. So so then here's my question. So we have, you know, several mainstream artists um that come to Baltimore and perform at places like Soundstage and Ramshead. Mm-hmm. And all of these artists when they come here they have four five six sometimes seven eight nine ten Baltimore artists opening for them. so we have like literally and I'm talking like maybe we gotta artists, thank Morgan State like, for that say that again
3: We gotta Morgan. thank Morgan State for that. Because okay. Morgan State is the ones who put on the program to make sure a Baltimore artist is out there coming out live for uh, for the other uh, artists. Oh, didn't okay. know that.
0: Okay, yeah. Okay. But but my point that I was getting at is that we we have these like we have these like if if I'm a hip hop artist and I'm performing for K and I'm opening for KRS One, I'm harassing the heck out of KRS One until he takes the stage. Like I need some kind of, I need some kind of knowledge. I need some kind of how to, I need some kind of like, how do we continue continuously have all of these artists that we're literally 20 feet to a hundred feet away from during these shows. And we don't make these, you know we don't make these kind of connections. Like I'm gonna I'm give you a prime example. Like, um, yo shout out to Dirt Platoon, Ill Constance, Jay royale that whole squad, Guy grams I call them Baltimore's Wu-Tang. Um, these guys have traveled around the world and have made connections opening up for all of these different kind of artists. So when we have those opportunities, how do we not or how can we take advantage of those opportunities when we have those people right here in our backyard? You know what we do? You know what happens with that? Um,
3: I, I was a victim of it myself. We were performing for all these big artists, and we did all this stuff. But after the shows was over, we did not put ourselves on the mat. We did not give ourselves enough credit to put ourselves out there. We 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 we, we die down. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the problem. We yeah. hype when it's getting time for the show, but then we dies down. We need to keep that hype. We need to make sure and it was to a point where. We had to make sure Fabulous Females was coming out of everybody's mouth. Right, right. It was like to the point where we couldn't even walk certain blocks. We still, back then, If sometimes as you got into a little Maximo Mercedes, you waving, hey, but we walked. We had a problem. We, We stopped walking because we wound up having people who were chasing us, fans, you know? It's going down the harbor. That's fast females running, but they knew us. And somehow we lost sight of that. We think, okay, we do shows. You still, you you gotta put yourself out there. You can't just keep saying, oh, I did this for this person. I did this for Big Daddy. And then everybody, and then you turn around and nobody see you do anything else again. You said. You did something with Big Daddy King, use it.
2: Yeah. Put, it there,
3: put it on flyers. We did. We kept we had everything on flyers to the point where I think the well, east and west, but mainly the whole east side knew mm-hmm. who we were. Wherever we went, uh, it was just it was just that. I remember we did a showdown uh it was, you know, they always had the YMCA and then they have the YWCA.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And we did a show down there. And I remember um every, I remember Baltimore's owns, uh, the New Marks, those people. Oh my <laughs> gosh, yes. <laughs> yeah. had mercy. You know, they went on before us and they were mad. Because at the time, they were the stuff. but we were no more because you know why? Right. We put our stuff out there. We didn't wait for somebody else to brand us. We did it. And that's where a lot of people don't do. Um, like I don't see a lot of artists out there anymore putting their CDs out and things like that. I mean, I know people may think people don't listen to CDs. Yes, they do. And um, you know, because now a lot of them is on uh, Alexa or, or Apple music. You still need to put your music out. You still need to um promote yourself. And a lot of people don't do that. So they get lost. You know, Sparky D and the Sly Girls, they were out there, but and they were big artists. They, they, were worth, they was already signed to Russell Simmons. Mm. But a lot of people didn't know them. Because they they only came out whenever he walked about. Whenever he pulled them out or something, or nobody was checking for that song or looking for them, and I thought the battle of Sparky D and the Fly Girls was one of the a really great rap songs, but it wasn't put out there like that, and it mostly because probably because uh, MC Light came in and wore Sparky D out. You know, she ran off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, <laughs> there, <laughs> you know. She had a music. She was gone. In fact, you you know, um, uh, uh, you you know who uh, Sparky D is, right?
0: I've heard of Sparky D. I know who, who yeah.
3: know who she is. who she is? She's right yeah. to run. <laughs> that's his wife. That's his wife. Yes, that's his wife.
0: And his current he- wife, the 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 what's her name? Joe Joseph. What's her name? The light skinned that's, yeah, that's his wife. Back. no, I didn't know that. Yeah. I did not know that was his wife. Yeah, that's his wife.
3: So when they when they all was out there, you know, she had little stuff and she did things, but they no, never promote themselves. You got you can't wait for somebody else to promote you. You gotta promote yourself. That's why I love from the Baltimore people. We do promote ourselves, but some of us get lost because after we did a big show with somebody, we think we already seen this. That was going to be one of my
1: questions. That was going to be one of my questions. Do you think that some of it, too, um, from the artists that, you know, they do something... Hmm. That instant gratification, do you think it kind of holds them back because they think that, oh, I I did this thing one time. I don't need to do anything else. You should know
3: me. That's correct. Mm-hmm. They think that's that mean, you should know me. Or just because they did something with this person, it's time for them to get paid. Right. Um, I, I'm going to bring up this one lady because she she did a lot of things, and I don't remember her getting paid. Now she's getting paid. But uh, uh you know what I'm talking about more little Miss Pocket poet, poet Poet Shakespeare. She, she did a lot of stuff, but nobody was giving her anything. We took her, yeah. Miss Sabrina took her, Brian, and another um conscious to Philly. Philly treated us so bad, but they couldn't deny us. Because I think I believe she went on first. And everybody was talking about her. Then we had the woman in Florida Tree still talking about Portland Shakespeare because of what she did, her poem. Ron got up on there. They wouldn't play his music. We had to use their band. And he said, okay, hit it. And had the band following him. This because we we Baltimore. That's what we do. They tried to they try to deny us, they try to take it away from us. And Sabrina told them before they went in, don't let them take this away from you. It's your opportunity. Give it to them. We still been talked about tell this day. The whole time. Everybody's mentioning Baltimore, how they came and ripped Philadelphia. Mm, yeah. Because we couldn't deny they, they, they couldn't deny us. They had no choice. And They had had a lot of Philadelphia people there coming in and, you know, they there from Philadelphia. And they were still talking about our people. Mm -hmm. So my thing was, the only thing I was mad about is is that we were there. We did that. We should have kept using that. I used to put the video up all the time, but I wanted them to bring that up. You know, let me tell you where I was at and what I did. Promote yourself. Keep pushing it. Let's put your music out there. And that's and that's the only thing. That's the only thing that's holding Baltimore back is we get we get lost.
2: Mm.
3: Because I think we feel like, okay, this is it. I did it. And if we feel like that's the only place, that's how far we want to go, we should have kept going. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing. And a lot of times, like uh, some of the promoters, they will be out there for us and then they will leave us. And we mm-hmm. got to learn how to pick up the pieces after the promoters leave. Wow. Mm-hmm.
1: I know a lot of times when um, some people wow. speak about Baltimoreans, they say that, you know, um, Baltimoreans are complacent. Do you think that the artists become complacent?
3: Some of the artists do. Okay. I can't say all of them, but some of them do. mm hmm
2: mm-hmm
3: because they feel like, you know, you, you seek me out. Um, gotcha. what's the, what, what can I use as an example? Uh, let's go with Ike and Tina Turner. Remember back when uh, the woman was singing and Ike had her singing, and as quick as he had her singing, he threw off the stage, and Tina got up there and she started singing, and mm-hmm. they, everybody else in the crowd forgot about her? Uh-huh. Mm. That's, that's how it is here. Mm. We... We need to make sure we keep putting ourselves out there. Don't fall. We fall in the background. That's our problem. Mm, Okay. So we just need to keep pushing and striving and things. Um, We had people come here, and back then, back then when I was doing it, everybody knew our songs. They would sing along. Now you got people. Oh, I like that song. I don't know all the words, but I like that, you know.
0: <laughs> you sound like my son.
3: <laughs> I can probably. Of course, let's see. Who song? Let's see who I would use. And now I might crowd that. But Sully, Sully's music. Uh,
0: rest in peace, Jay Sully.
3: Yeah. He his music mm. you can go all day. All day.
0: I'm sorry, rest in <laughs> peace, J, J dot Sully. Sully, yeah. got on you when you didn't say the dot. My bad, rest in yes. peace, J dot Sully. yes.
3: Yes, you can go there and use his mm-hmm. music. And then somebody said something when we were at the uh, little Memorial, somebody said, wow, his music not gonna ever be heard again. And I said, why would that be? I told him because yeah, he was an artist. And what you don't do, even after an artist dies, shut that music down. So we still listen to Michael Jackson and he gone.
1: Yeah. We still listen to Aaliyah.
3: Yes. We
0: still listen to Biggie. We still listen to pop. Come on now.
3: Why would you shut an artist down? Keep that music going. Sully had a whole lot. Sully had a catalog. You know, Brian got a catalog. I wish he'd go deeper into it and pull some of that stuff that he had before back Mm -hmm. out. I wish he'd do that because. A lot of that stuff is where he was getting notoriety from. And just because we heard it in Baltimore, not everybody in Baltimore heard it. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Wow.
3: So, you know, you need to bring that out. We we forget, like, oh, I wrote this back in 2010. Okay. The Roots wrote their song, Tyler Greens and Cornbread in the Kitchen, or whatever it's called. They wrote that all the way in 1990, and it did not come out until 92, 95, 95. Yeah. So it doesn't matter how long it was written or when they wrote it. You just gotta get it out there. Right. So right. That's, that's that's just part of life with that in, in the music world. Um.
0: So let me, you let me, ask, you, let me ask you a question. Why, why isn't all of like this history documented somewhere, like I, if, if it wasn't for you being here tonight, I wouldn't know half the stuff that, that we've talked about, and every time I've had the opportunity to talk to different artists from Baltimore, I hear all of these stories, but like, where is the documentation, you know, to show, like, this is like, this is mind-blowing history to me that right. at age 53, I'm literally still just learning about.
3: Well, it actually is documented. Um, we just don't look in the right places.
0: Well, tell me where I gotta look because I need to go. I need to go. Well, yeah. I mean, we have it's club right music places. documented. <laughs> we have house music documented. Hip hop, yeah. if um, it has well, this kind of history, needs to be here. It needs to yeah. be.
3: So you can go to the library personally, but you can go to some of the. Uh, let's let's start with some of the news stations, and you can actually go to the newspapers, and you you can see a lot of that stuff, and. It's documented. A lot of people don't look it up or say, well, you know, I I remember years ago, um, for some reason, it was part of them. I guess everybody pulled me away from my group. And I did a TV thing about uh, teenage pregnancy, bullying, and drugs. Imagine us doing a whole rap about that. (laughs) But that's what it was about. And every day, um people heard my song and they were singing and tell you because I had two other people with me who was the Rapid Twins. They were on the thing with me. We weren't I wasn't being set, set, separated from them. We just was in a little organization where we all got together and wanted to do something about what was going on in Baltimore City. But mm-hmm. anyway, I got ridiculed for it. And the reason was is because they said, um, "I left out icy Irene and luscious LaKeisha," and I was like, "Well, they wasn't in the organization." And I try, and I and I was like, "Sometimes you can explain things, tell you blue in the face, and they're still gonna have their own opinion." And I and at that time, I almost really just wanted to leave because I felt like I wasn't losing them or leaving them out. It's just that they weren't in the group that I was in. Right. right. I mean, and the thing about it is they started feeling of some type of way. So, you know, sometimes fans and people and media can make you feel different about somebody that you've already been close to. Mm. So that breaks, that breaks a lot of things up too. So, but, so we just, we just need to, like I said, just keep pushing. Don't, don't, don't lose faith in it and keep going. I want to do it where we're out here. We have the music and Baltimore's played all over the world where everybody is like, Oh, I ain't hear this. I ain't hear that. Cause when I did the pilot for about about it and I played the music and I did some of the old music and I played football, which was a poem by Portly Shakespeare. Oh, the
0: Shakespeare, yeah. The NFL giant. Yeah. I had
3: this. We had this guy call in, and he was like, "Who is that with the nasty poem?" Ah. <laughs> and, and I was like, "It was like I want to meet her." And we was like, "Well, who are you?" You know. And he was like, "He Charles from from he's from Cali, and he want to see her. He bet." And and so we was just you know we we giggling because like. Baltimore finally gonna get on there. And I'm battling now because I did two shows and somebody wants to snatch it away. And she's figuring she can get a bigger audience. And, it's, it's, and the sad part about it is I hate that because I feel like sometimes we do it to ourselves. Black people will come in because they see somebody else doing something and they will take it away. So we're meeting mm. now to keep the show. Oh wow! Because well, let's Love. I You know I was a big fan of the man Love, but she's on a lot of stations already. Why she want to take the spot that I have? I have no idea.
0: Mm. Spot that you have now?
3: Yeah, I'm like what I was doing with for to get Baltimore. She she wants the spot and. You know they all chummy chummy, and they all up there together. So we've been meeting and trying to push it, like keep it keep it as is. Baltimore was finally starting to be heard more, and I want that because now this guy called from Cali when he heard her do when he heard a poem. So I'm like, come on, let's not, let's not let's not do this to each other. Let me bring my people in as well, but. It's all about who you know. It's who you know.
0: Okay, but so I do a, oh. go ahead. No, go ahead, Lenny. No, ahead. I do
1: have a. I, this is this is real quick. Um, the Afro newspaper. Did hmm. they do any segments or anything to help with supporting and putting it out? you know putting the music the entertainers a, and what was going on in baltimore at the time did they do anything for y'all that's a
0: that's a great freaking question this is why i hide her y'all this is why i hide
3: here. <laughs> let me tell you what the afro did um because it was two afros the afro and then it was the afro american mm-hmm. and <laughs> they they highlighted little certain things you know as in some of the school events so you probably see a lot of the we rock crew with them and um they moved they focused more on the dancing. Mm. You know, breaking and pop locking and shocking and that type of stuff was out more. So they highlighted the dances more than anything. Because we, you know, Soul Train was out. Baltimore started, they they had their own little uh their own little Soul Trains thing they used yeah. to do. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it called?
1: Um, was
2: it Baltimore
3: oh. Connection or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baltimore yes. Connection. Yes. Okay, I Alenia. Okay, Alenia. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and they, they did that thing. So, you know, newspaper was all over that. But it was mainly because, you know, the dancing.
2: Gotcha.
3: So, like, so it was like a little mediocre with that. Now, the Baltimore Sun did a few things. Mm. But... It was more of uh, if your name was Joey and the Wildcats, you know that rock music, uh-huh, they went that route
0: oh wow Joey and the Wildcats
3: <laughs> so they went that route, so you know a lot because people say what they did back then when they was doing rock and roll, um they didn't think rock I mean they didn't think rap music was going to last, they didn't right. think it was going to go this far. They really thought it was going to be gone, and Mm. we kept telling them. We kept telling them that we ain't going nowhere. We're going to keep doing this. We're going to keep pushing, right? And we were pushing and helping other cities, and because we thought they were helping us. But when they when it really got formed and everybody started talking about New York and Jermaine Dupri and all them came out and. Beach Street was on, and mm-hmm. didn't anybody, did anybody want to hear it? Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. They didn't want to hear our, our story. It so
0: kind of got overlooked because it was like New York down, and then we'll skip over, you know, and then we'll yeah. go on down.
3: Yes. Mm-hmm. They didn't, that's what it was. They didn't really want to hear us. They didn't want to hear our story. They didn't want to know what we was doing, and we still doing it.
2: Hmm.
3: It's just that people and, and, and that's why I treat, we, we try to talk now and I have been trying to get with uh, fruit wrappers so we can do like a little segment of teaching them how to not give your stuff away or how not to be used because we have so many people they leave because they feel they don't appreciate me here mm-hmm. so I'm going to go somewhere else and I'll get appreciated then when I get big they know me, right? You shouldn't have to leave home to do that. You shouldn't. You
1: shouldn't. But again, is real? Is the support there for them?
3: Sometimes, sometimes it's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a lot of artists, they sit on the shelf. Mm-hmm. Drew Hill ain't just started when when right. um, when they failed them. Those guys been singing for years. Yeah, at right. the fudgery. Yes, right. they've been singing for years. Yeah, you know, and so they didn't just start it with it. They were actually before. Uh, what's the dude's name? Before he did Baba Bed Baba's bedroom, they were. He actually wanted him oh. to do the song. Oh, really? But in True Drew Hill fashion, because they were, and that's the how, how ironically that's the song they got famous off of. That's why the guy heard him. But they didn't. Once they got famous, they didn't want to do the song.
0: Yeah, that group was mm-hmm. called Whistle.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And they did "Bob's Bedroom" and it. One of the biggest songs in Baltimore City. Wow. It's funny
0: because I used to go to the fudgery often, but I never bought my first piece of chocolate from there until Drew Hill was down there, and them boys sang. Them boys. Just-
1: didn't they? You would just go and stand there. They were
0: mixing that chocolate, I said. <laughs> Bro, I gotta give y'all something just because of how hard y'all working and y'all singing and sounding good.
1: <laughs> I, I used to catch the twenty three from Essex to go wow. to Inner Harbor. Yep. Wow,
0: that's the long ride. So
1: that's when you started going down there. Yeah, that—that's yeah, when was I was younger. I'm just saying yeah. when the twenty three. Wow. Yeah, when yeah. Inner Harbor, right when they built the Galleria, you know, and.
3: That's oh. when I was going down there. Yeah. Oh, that was way after.
0: Oh, yeah. shout out to Jay Sumer. Maurice, yeah. I didn't know that, bro. I didn't know she was the manager down there. Wow. Yeah. At the fudgery Jay yep. Sumer. Wow. Yep. Wow. Man, this is why I love doing this. This is why I love doing what this.
3: Maurice show. Maurice is on here. Is that Eagles? Uh No
0: nah, that's Natty. No, nah, that's Natty. That's Maurice Dorsey. Natty. He's oh, the okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Dropping all kind of gems on us, bro, I ain't know that. She was the manager down there,
3: wow, man. Yeah, she was the manager.
0: Man, that's and
3: then they started getting uh, crooks. Like, uh, Jesus, I can't think of new name. Oh, man. Oh, here
0: she go, <laughs> name dropping again. She's just putting it all out there on our show. <laughs> <laughs> no,
3: no, no, he was really a crook. I bet you if I said, everybody would know. Uh, uh Gina, Gina. Jeter claims to have uh, just started everyone off. That Jeter, Jeter said he started this person. Never he didn't discover Drew Hill, but they did a show at they did a song, some songs at his show at one of his shows, and he took the credit for discovering Drew Hill. Hmm. So yeah, oh, I but think he,
0: his like, name is Anthony. I think his name is Anthony Jeter. <laughs> <laughs> Small gonna put it out
3: there. <laughs> he, he's been tattletaling a lot tonight <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's why we're getting him up here soon because he got a lot of history that he has to tell all right so look because we we can talk about this history stuff all night but um so so when did you start like making the transition over to doing radio and everything that led up to what's now the "About It, About It show?
3: Well, radio came in 19, um, 1982, 85, <laughs> 85. Um, Chuck Vance was the person <clears throat> who I admired and was the person who actually started me. I did some small segments on his show and I wanted to keep it going. Then I did, as you know, if y'all don't know, WFBR used to be WWIN. Uh-huh. Um, and I was there um, doing little, because I'm still young, but you know, doing little segments on, on on that show. And I left for a little bit because um, I, had, I was failing in school, so I had to leave. Because you know, education comes first. Amen. So um then when I came back um a lot of it changed but I was still there and Brother Darren Muhammad um was like um you know kept pushing it. When you coming back? When you coming back?
0: Did he have a show at WFBR?
3: Yeah, Darren Muhammad got yeah. a show. Yeah.
0: That came on after you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
3: so I kept. I, I went back. I started back with my mom and um, I think they used to call them. Well, we weren't the, the audience called us the Angry Radicals, you know. That <laughs> we just was passionate about Baltimore City. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I told her that the only way that a lot of these young people are gonna come on if we give them some of them. Mm. And I, my first artist that I put on was. Oh, gosh, she's not even here no more. What is her name? She moved to Atlanta. Wow, I can't even think of... um, Gosh, I can't even think of the young lady's name. But she was...
0: R&B or hip-hop?
3: She did R&B. Paula Campbell? Oh, no. No, not Paula Campbell. I like her. No, 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 no. She, um...
0: She'll be on the show soon, by the way. But anyway.
3: Oh, Paula Campbell? Yeah. Wow! Uh, nice. That's good. That's big. Um, I forgot the young lady's name, but she was one of the okay. first people we put on, and then I just started doing a lineup to where I had uh uh Sully come. Um, Sully came on, and he didn't actually rap. He did a poem because that's how I, I knew him as a poet first,
2: mm-hmm. and then
3: he told me, you know, I rap. And I was like, You rap. Let me hear something. And he went in and he did dreams, which was one of my favorites.
0: One of the one of his best songs. Oh my gosh.
3: Yes. And Man. my mom and them was standing all up and dreams, dream. I was like, yo, it's not the background. <laughs> <laughs> and people was calling in and asking us, could we play that again? And I'm like, play it again. And he did this live. So I was like, you got to leave a CD. You got to do some stuff. You got to leave music, you know? So he did it again for his lot because people were requesting it. And then I had Freedom Rider. And so I just started bringing in people. And I, I remember I set Portland Shakespeare up. <laughs> I, I knew I had to do something for the nuns. So I gave a contest to, uh, <laughs> for somebody to come in and co-host the show. She didn't know she was going to be the host. <laughs> I didn't tell her, and because I, I, I want everybody, to eat. my thing was we all need to learn something. We all need to get out there, and we all—if I'm going to eat, you going to eat. I, I don't believe in we all eat. Yeah. So I set her up, and I called her the day before and said, "Well, you go eat on, but I gotta." I, I gotta do I I used to cook I fried chicken for the um St. James and St. St. John's school. They used to do dinners. And I think she brought on um E Digger and um Jada Linus. And
2: mm,
3: tell me hey, people still Jada. talk about that show. She had nuns in there moving their hips. I'm like, what are y'all doing? Just to the act. Oh my I it was Sister Act.
2: Sister <laughs> <Just an> Act.
3: <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> nuns was moving their hips, and everything they did, and everybody wanted to know who was the girl who kept talking about her ink pen. I was like, that's the Shakespeare. So we kept it going. And I, I'm all to the point where like, I'm leaving. You got this. So that was that, and I thought I was going to retire because I, I really got, it, it was to the point where I was getting a little mad and I was mad at Baltimore City because mm-hmm. I thought that they weren't out trying to do anything anymore. And I'm like, oh, come on. Because somebody was like, I don't want to just, I don't even want to do it. Anybody trying to pick me up. And I was like, that's your, you know, I screamed at someone and, and I really went in on them. I mean, any cuss word you can think of came out of my mouth. I was mad. And I was like,
2: darling, Dina." No.
3: I'm not gonna cuss, but I'm saying that was, I was, I was pissed. I was like, Mm. can you wait in the room somebody and do something? Do it for yourself and screaming and I shook the person and I was like, you know what? I think I'm gonna leave. So I took a break. And I was like, you know what? Why I'm leaving, why did I leave? I love Ready, though. (laughs) And I didn't want to let it go. But I wanted to to do it in a bigger audience. Because those songs that I played on By the Ballet, people has never heard those, but they liked them. Mm -hmm. I got people riding past when their cars was like, oh, when this song coming on? Oh, man, that's my cousin. He's locked up now, but that's my cousin. That's his song. I don't know if your cousin's locked up or not, but I play this music. <laughs> right. So it's, it's, it, just, that's, it just became, and so what I'm doing is, I'm going to keep fighting. I'm not going to let it go. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to stop. I'm going to keep pushing for this yeah. type of stuff to keep going on and for us to keep having these type of shows. Yeah. So Baltimore needs to needs to know that it's people out there who's, who will put you on, because I know a lot of people who have shows and they make those artists pay to get on that show.
0: Oh my God, that's a whole nother show right there. But yeah. Yeah,
3: and they have selective audience. So, mm-hmm. no, I want you to have your music out there. Because I, you know, they, they don't get it. When your songs are being played and people are listening and they're liking it, you get paid for that. Yeah. So, you're giving <clears> me money. So, why don't I ask you to pay me twice? You know? So, I, I, it's just the thing about radio. Radio has always been that thing for me. Yeah.
0: So, so how do we find your show? And 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 if any artists that are listening are interested in having their music on your show, how do they? Get
3: it? Well, I did put put it out there that um, how they can send music. Um, you can send it to mustbeatamusic 1590 um, at gmail.com. I still set music that way. And we we, we, we load it up and down and deal, deal, deal with it that way. Um, the show is the Bally Ballet show, the Darling Dina. Darling Dina show, that's on Sirius FM. Um, we did have an um, 8 o'clock slot. I'm hoping that's the slot I get to keep.
0: Um, Don't make me pull up on Moni, love. As much as I love her, I will pull up on I, Moni. I love to say, her to death,
3: but I, I mean like all I'm saying is just don't don't take away from another sister.
0: Yeah. You know, but they don't look so, at it like that though. They don't look at it like
3: that. right.
1: It's don't. a prime spot. It's a it's a prime spot. Eight o'clock.
3: Yeah, is prime. It's eight o'clock. Yeah, eight o'clock yeah. is prime. Yeah. So right now it's it was like eight to ten, and I'm just really I mean, two hours. That's enough for people to hear a lot of Baltimore music.
0: On serious, okay. yeah,
3: serious? To, hear your, to hear your music. I remember when I was just on WFBR and people was calling in, that's my song. I'm like, okay, well, introduce yourself, you know. And because some of them will come and sing music, but I've never had them on the show
2: mm-hmm.
3: because they don't, um, some people just didn't really want to get on, they just want to get music. But I thought it would be best if you came on. And talked about yourself, put yourself out there, publicize yourself, brand yourself, and show everybody who you is. You know, Mm -hmm. but a lot of people were scared of that, and I think it was during the time because we started doing the cameras, especially when you and Sabrina got on. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know why people shy away from the cameras. I really she used to hate when I
0: went live from that show. She used to hate it.
3: Like, <laughs> yeah, she shot it well, and I was like, "Sabrina, really? oh,
0: you know." Yeah, gotta...
3: but
2: used to hate it,
3: and and a lot of artists didn't want to do it because they I'm like, y'all want people to see y'all, and know y'all. You have to get on. Mm-hmm. You right. can't. Your music is on, but you have to speak on your music. If all they hear mm-hmm. your music and they don't know you, they're gonna stop listening. I want to know that person behind that band,
0: so. That's,
3: that's that's a lot of
0: problems. But we,
3: we, we did a lot of things.
0: <laughs> you said they'd be on the run. They don't want to get on the camera. They be on the run. <laughs> that's funny. All right. So I got to ask these two questions as you're sipping that drunken and love right there. Perfect segue. <laughs> so we have a young lady that's been tuning in all day or all show. And she wants to know two things. She wants to know is Jam Master J her father? And <laughs> no. why did you stop? Why did you walk away from doing hip-hop? Mm. Performing, well, writing, one, whole shebang.
3: Well, one, Jam Master J is not her father. Ah. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> so you get no royalties. <laughs> <laughs> um, And I walked away because as a young woman, um. We, we were being used, and mm. I, and I be one to be used. I wasn't gonna you put myself out there, and and that's then sick. for music. You know, I didn't feel that I had to be sexitized, or that's not a mm. word, but it's my word.
0: <laughs> we just made but, that up. We just made that up. You heard it here first.
3: Sexotized. Um, mm. and then. Had to look at myself in the mirror and say, why? Because we wanted it, we wanted it bad, but not that bad. Hmm. And going away and being around these people and then being scared to actually get out there and because you with these people, and you know they they might do something to you at any moment. I walked away. I walked away and I and I let it go. Um I had like a lot of my people were mad because they didn't know, they didn't understand, but when I explained it, they was like, oh no, uh, they're not gonna get me, you know. But it's 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 not and it wasn't every woman, so I'm not gonna say everybody, but it was certain ones they was just picking out. Hmm. And I and I walked away because I, and, and 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 that's why rep became a real sore spot to me. I mean, I listen to people and I like their music and things like that. But for me to perform it again, it—I I, I, get—I get pissed because I go through as what a lot of artists go, a lot of people go through, um, that it, the, the drawbacks of it. You know, is that what we really have to do just to get on? Mm. You know. So that's the reason I walked away. I walked away because I wasn't going to let them do what they want with me and put me out there. Or And I and, that and I, died, and I on, was not going to take anybody's drugs. So I let it go.
0: So she's happy that yeah. you didn't walk away because you were pregnant with her. Uh, like-
3: no. they want you? And as you notice, a lot of those women, they want you to change the, your body. I mean, yeah. back then, I... I wore size zero. Come on. How much did you want me to take off? We we couldn't eat, right? Mm-mm. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about nobody else, but back then, I was a pork eater, and if I couldn't have no smothered pork chops, it was a problem.
0: <laughs> I love it. Oh, my like God. More. I understand. And, and And salute to you for keeping your integrity you know what i mean because um like we've heard millions of stories about you know people that have sold whatever it is that they need to sell to to get their break you know whatever their break may be you know so so, and listen i i don't know where this damn darling dina documentary is going to come about but I just I I love this. I needed I needed to hear your history and where you stood as a part of the Baltimore hip hop scene. I I needed this. So the heck with being a host for tonight, I've sat here as a fan for an hour and a half (laughs) and literally have just enjoyed hearing these kind of stories. And the thing about it is there's so many more of these kind of stories from this city. Mm -hmm. And We gonna get those stories heard i'm gonna put it like that we're gonna get these stories heard
3: yeah especially when you talk to paula campbell
0: yeah i can't i can't wait and and shout out to her her assistant because i dropped the ball we could have had paula on last month and i screwed that up um but she was willing to you know give me a second chance and now she's going to get mad because I'm an inboxer every day between now and the day that she comes on the show. But yeah, we will have her. Um, Hold on. Let me get y'all an exact date. Let me get y'all an exact
3: date. Uh, uh, right now you post a made say May the first,
0: May the first, <laughs> May the first. Paula Campbell will be here on Access Granite, and I. That's another one of those stories that I can't wait to hear because, um, you know, she was one of those ones that started here, and you know, kind of, you know, migrated, you know, for whatever reason. And we're definitely going to find out the reason, um, why she chose to leave. But you know, um. I will forever support my city. You know, um, I've said it plenty of times on this show and other platforms that I've had that I will take my ten favorite hip hop artists from Baltimore, twenty favorite hip hop artists from Baltimore, and we will pull up in any city, and you can give me your ten or your twenty best, and I guarantee you we're gonna hold our own. I mm-hmm. guarantee. That hey, we will hold got a our
3: question for you.
0: Okay. Um, Uh-oh. I'm not going
3: to send it to you. I don't know if you still have it. Do you have a copy of the show when you did with the girl from Oak Town
0: 357? No. I'm not to send it no. to you. You can you send that to, to me now. You I'll listen to, to that when listen I go to, sleep.
3: to what she said why she had to step back mm. and what she said about Hammer. Mm. I was like, I bet you he don't remember that. That's because I remember you sweating real hard.
0: Yeah, um, that was sweet. Idea. I had a look.
3: Uh,
2: Look,
0: let me tell you something. Let me, <laughs> let me tell you something about Oak Town 357 and B angie B.
3: Oh right. God. I had a chance
0: to meet all of them in Pittsburgh back in the day. And <laughs> I had a crush on all of them. I'm gonna just leave it at that. <laughs> I my wife upstairs walking around, so I'm like, not out. But yeah, that was, and and yo, and like literally opportunities like that to talk to, like that was my first time to like really talk to a person that I like really looked up to and idolize, you know what I'm saying? Back in the day. Yeah. Um, I wish that it was a platform like this where I could have actually seen her while we were talking, but you know, just to have that opportunity. She to would not I know. and confusing. And I've reached out, I've reached out since then, but there's been like. That's almost like pulling teeth. I don't know what the situation is with that now, but um, yeah. But yeah, if you could send that to me, I, I would definitely because that that was amazing. yeah. I'm gonna yeah. pull it up so you
3: can listen to that one.
0: Yeah, yeah. You got to. I, I was
3: listening to it oh. the other day. Pull that out. I was like, <laughs> wow.
0: Yeah, but um, Dana, man, thank you so much. Thank this you. is this has yeah. been so much fun, and I feel like we could probably go another two hours if we needed to, because I feel like you've only scratched the surface on, like, some of the stories. Um, Queen Fiend, I'm sorry, you know, that the bad news that, you know, Jam Master J, rest <laughs> in peace, is not <laughs> your I'm baby, is it, it, not your, you know, is not your dad, but you know, I still, <laughs> st- I, st- I still, I still love you, you know. And there, there we go. There was, there go the Lexington market lane with the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> it just? Yeah. That's <laughs> on Lexington market. Exactly. At least it, at least it waited till the end of the show to do it tonight. That's right.
1: Because um, it's a new Lexington market lean.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, Dina, um, let everyone know, uh, how and when, they can catch the Boute Bought Show.
3: Well, okay. The Bowed About Show once again will be on the eight o'clock, eight, eight. I'm sorry, eight p.m. slot. And we only got Thursdays for now. Okay. We're trying to get every day. Woo. So, we only got Thursdays and it comes on 8 p.m. Series FM, the Rock the Bells radio station.
0: Oh, that's LL station. Yeah.
3: Now you know why she wants to, you know. So, we're trying to move it, and what we want to do is, we're going to actually just try to, if they're going to take it from us, we're going to put it back. We're going to raise the money, and we're going to do our own. Because I don't want nobody to keep taking stuff from us every time we do something. But anyway, um, every Thursday you can listen. they just still running those same two shows for now, but it's a lot of Baltimore music that you can hear and listen to. It got a lot of great Greenspan. I mean,
0: oh, my gosh. And Shout out out Greenspan. Greenspan.
3: Hello. Come on.
0: Come on. You can know Yo, hear- Greenspan. Greenspan has this song. It's a hip hop song. But when he goes into when it goes into the, the, the chorus or whatever, it drops a uh, a club beat to it and then it switches. I can't remember the name of that song, but I saw him <laughs> perform that live out there. Shout out to Greenspan.
3: Yeah, I mean, we play everybody. Jersey, Sean. We got a lot of people on there.
0: So you will hey. a
3: whole lot of artists.
0: Hey, Alenia Renee has some bars. So if you ever want to, you know, get her in the studio <laughs> and let her drop some stuff and, and bring no, her on, you know, <laughs> Oh, but this this has definitely been a pleasure um you you know i mean we're, we're neighbors like i could reach out to you right now and, and practically grab you so you know um but I, I just appreciate you um as i said early in the show i appreciate you you know just allowing me the opportunity to come and be a part of your platform on WFBR. And I finally, after all of these years, have gotten here the darling Dina story, at least chapters one through six. I know there's probably another ten chapters. But yeah. Well I'm now, the book. yeah so <laughs> hey, hey, yeah. come back and holler when it's time for the book to drop. Okay. Come back and holler when it's time for the book to drop. But um I, I, this has been a pleasure, man. I really appreciate you so much. I love you. You know, anytime you need me for anything, I'm just a phone call, an inbox, a text message away. So it is what it is
3: thank you all right thank, thank you all for you. having me
0: absolutely thank you for being on man yeah that's, that's, wait a maracas no you got to pull the maracas off for, there, there we go got to pull the maracas off the <laughs> <clears throat> I appreciate you sis have a good one you thank too you. bye-bye all right. yo that's what i that like it's so much history here in, in music man and like I, I've, I've heard so many stories about the house music, the club music, the R&B, mm-hmm. so on and so on. But that, that hip-hop, man, is, is a story that I, I feel like continues to need to be told. And every time I have the opportunity, I did. We, we, uh, we had a show called Must Be The Music um, uh-huh. back when I had the two radio stations that me and my man Wombat 55 used to do. And it started out as a what was supposed to be a whole big like hip-hop appreciation show and i put wombat in charge of bringing the guest on the show and it just turned into a baltimore hip-hop appreciation history lesson every saturday and oh, wow. i really you know took that opportunity to just like really get to know and understand like um my man uh, maurice dorsey uh aka natty um he's been on here like he's an amazing producer here in the city like it's, it's just crazy but like I feel like we're being overlooked. As I said, when we come down the map, it's New Jersey, it's New York. And then, you know, we get to Baltimore and Maryland. It's kind of like a big leap over, you know. Right. And and I feel like, you know, any opportunity that I have to uh, let our story be told, I I have to take advantage of it. I have to. And I don't even remember when I realized that or when I learned that Dina did hip hop. And when she told me that she used to rap and all of that stuff, I was like, oh, my God, are you serious? And There's you know, <laughs> been a couple of times when I've asked her to drop some bars. And each time she gives me that same reaction, she was like, it's so, you know, whatever it was that, you know, it was so much. And I'm not going to, you know, disrespect that ever. You know, if she doesn't want to, you know, cross that bridge and do it. I mean, if she wants to come up and do an acapellas and acoustic segment, you know, I won't be mad, but right. <laughs> I definitely <laughs> just, you know, respect you know, because I, I definitely respect her, you know, and, and everything that she's done. And so to finally get her up here, man, and just to, you know, have an opportunity to chop it up with her for yes. a few minutes. This is beautiful. So, yeah. um,
1: I I think, I think, I, and it all goes back to a lot of what we've been talking about constantly. Absolutely. I already, know you <laughs> I
0: already know where you're going. already know where you're going.
1: I just... My husband says something to me, and he always tells me this so that I won't get discouraged. He says, sometimes where you are is not ready for who you are.
0: Who you are. Ooh.
1: And he said, love, it's not that you didn't do well. It's just they weren't ready for who you are.
2: Hmm.
1: You know? And, and it just, and, and it's sad to say because... When you're talking about some of these artists, I was here, and okay. dun- I don't, I don't know. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm sitting up here, just, you know, hearing this. And I had to ask certain questions because I did read the Afro, yeah. and and because I was a reader. That's what my thing was. But it didn't mean that I wasn't at a Hammerjacks or an Odell's or a Godfrey's or you know you know Gaspies. I was I was I was everywhere I was a clubber hmm. and chaps
0: girl let me find out <laughs> let me find out
1: <laughs> I was There, like yeah. that that was yeah. me and even now I mean I enjoy the music but for me to be able to say out of my mouth and say i know certain baltimore artists it's not until you say something and maybe say a song or something like that that i'm like really so if you watch my face sometimes yeah. i'm like yeah. I, I i didn't know and didn't know. and it's sad because it is a lot of talent but i think also We don't support us.
0: (laughs) We We don't don't. celebrate us. We We don't.
1: We don't. We don't. And we're always looking for that shiny thing. So that shiny thing would be those artists that make it big, right? Um, Because they do leave the area in which they start some, you know, They, they do because people support more. And then also it goes back to we don't even have those venues to cultivate that because again we're not supporting so some of those those venues are now you know moving over to something else like when monique had her uh like comedy right, play a
0: comedy club right
1: that, that's, i'm just saying things like that when we, we have jazz clubs that or go away you know and things like that people go ride <clears throat> will ride all the way to dc so i again will say and I'm, I'm gonna put myself in that and so i'm not gonna do the shame on everyone else without saying the shame on me Great. but shame on us yeah we're, we're we are the ones that's driving good talent shows yeah. things that people are developing that are housed in are placed here in Baltimore. We're not even supporting them <laughs> either. So,
2: yeah,
1: you know it's I just agree. so much. It's so much I could say, but I I do hope that we do better. I, I hope that we do better.
0: We will. I mean, we can't do much worse. <laughs> and that's just keeping it real. So, like, and and I'm just being. I'm just being. I it used to kill me sometimes to go to like open mic shows, and oh. you would have like. I'll just use 10 as a round number. You have 10 artists performing. And when artist number one finishes performing, him and hit him and the eight people that he might have brought, they all leave. Mm-hmm. And then when artist number two, you know, finishes him and the six people that he brought, they all leave. So by the time you get to artist number 10, you know, you might have five or six people there, you know, right. and that's all people that he brought.
3: Right. You know,
0: we we gotta. And, you know, shout out to Maurice. He made a big uh, he made a a, a great statement like we've lost the skill of networking. Oh, yeah. Because I'm I don't mean no harm. But if I'm and I said it earlier, if I'm a hip hop artist and I'm one of the opening acts down at Soundstage or Ram's Head for KRS-One, somebody in KRS-One's entourage is going to have my information before we leave. You know what i mean i Mm -hmm. I don't care if it's just a you know my instagram or something you have to take advantage of those opportunities when you have you know those kind of artists at your you know at your fingertips because those are the ones that can even if they don't do anything but you know send some information your way and, and send some advice your way but i've you know i've heard of baltimore artists that have had the chance to open up for artists you know, here in Baltimore. And then they went and they did such a great job and they networked and communicated. And then like that artist will be performing in Philly. And they'd be like, Hey, if you take, you know, the 90 minute drive up to Philly, you can come be on that show,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, and stuff like that. So we have to take advantage of those opportunities, man, but that's neither here nor there. I, yeah. I had, I had fun. I, it was good. I had, good. Fun. I, I had yeah, fun. a lot of knowledge. Um, and I'm gonna leave it at that again, rest in peace to miss B. Yeah. um i will i've actually posted the arrangements on my page i shared the uh the flyer that was posted um from the funeral home okay. um william c brown who happens to be her family yep you know as the the extension that we were talking about earlier of how big that is but um mm-hmm. yeah um again just continue prayers out to her and all of the people at st Stevens and all of the people in the brown family the yeah you know extensions yeah. of all of the branches from everything. <laughs> yeah, right and um do you have anything that you want to talk about that you may have uh, coming no actually i've talked okay. about
1: everything this was a okay. good show thank Ooh. you for everyone that stayed with us and that absolutely. are going to see the replay
0: absolutely um i looked up who's next next week oh thomas Ha
2: <laughs> actor Leahy. out of
0: baltimore looking forward to him i've been trying to get thomas up here for a long time um he's an actor um here in baltimore um and he's been on more stuff than i realized so i'm definitely looking forward to chopping it up with him so we'll be back next week um man just continue to be safe baltimore uh is daylight savings time now so you know hope everybody has adjusted well yeah you know thank god my voice made it through the show because i didn't have a voice from tuesday through sunday morning oh wow and god said get up and go sing and i got up and sang and i struggled but it was what it was.
1: That's why you got a yeah. voice today.
0: That's why I have a voice today. <laughs> all right, sis. I love you. I appreciate all right, you. Love we'll you, see too. you guys next week, man. Access Granted to Part Stream. Make sure y'all follow us on yes. social media, YouTube, Instagram. I don't mess with Twitter. My TikTok is there. We're going to work on that. We'll see you guys next week. We love you.
1: Love you.